Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. I have a good one for you guys today. We're recapping the latest episodes of Love is Blind, season 6. We have episode 10 and 11. So it's going to be a super packed episode. Guys, so many things are happening. We have breakups. <laughs> we have we have arguments. We have resolutions. We have a lot of confusion. The drama guys let's just get right into it so many things to cover just, and also when we get to episode 11 i would basically just say this is episode 11 and then just know that but it's all going to be together all right let's get right into it all right so we kick up the episode with jeremy and laura obviously we know from last episode it was laura we ended the episode with laura saying you know i'm done after obviously catching him in a lie with the whole Saran situation. So this episode, we don't get to see Laura at the beginning. What do we see? We see Jeremy and his mom. His mom comes to see him. Obviously, his mom is like upset because she's like, look, I thought I was getting a daughter-in-law. Like, what's going on? I thought I was coming to see your future wife. Like, you know, and then he basically like tells his mom his own version of the story. And how Jeremy in his own weird ass mind literally thinks he's a victim is beyond me. Like, he genuinely thinks he's a victim. He doesn't see where he's at fault. He literally feels like, yeah, I went to hang out with this other girl that I almost proposed to at 10.45 and I was there till 5.45. No, basically, according to him now is that we left at 4.30, but, you know, she said she was going to get an Uber and I felt like, you know what, it would be safer for me to take her home and then I took her home and that was it. There was no nasty business. There was nothing inappropriate. Then why don't you tell that to your fiance then? You are trying to skip over the whole story. Jeremy is just a weird ass person in the sense that he literally, he, li he literally believes his own delusion. Like the fact that he thinks he's a victim here, it's beyond me. I don't even know how he thinks it, but he literally does think he's a victim. And every other person is like, you guys are just trying to persecute me. You guys are not seeing that I'm the victim. That's how I look at Jeremy. He's, he's literally lost his mind. Literally. And I was so glad to see that Jeremy's mom even took Laura's side because she's like, what do you expect her to do? You let her, you're so lucky it's not even me. That's what his mom said. His mom is like, you're lucky I'm not her because you would have, oh no, it would have been bad. And Jeremy still isn't understanding. But always, we leave that for now. Okay, so then we get to AD and Clay. We meet up with AD's mom and, you know, AD's mom is having conversations with her, talking to her about, you know, Clay and just the process and things like that. She talks to her mom about the fact that their major issue really is the fact that they don't spend time together because of their work. Clay comes in, Clay's mom's, um, sorry, not Clay's mom. Clay comes in and AD's mom is still talking to, you know, AD and then she joins in Clay and, you know, trying to get to know him and things like that. You know, obviously she talks to him about marriage and she talks to him about, you know, how much time, how much, you know, it's important for them to spend time together and work on marriage and things like that. Now, later in the day, we see them actually feeling their marriage license. I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say, but like, it's kind of changing my mind like no one thing about clay is that i still don't think he is ready for marriage but i actively see him try to get there if that makes sense like you can see him fighting his inner demons <laughs> which is being a bachelor you know fighting his inner demons and i know that unfortunately no one wants to feel like you're not ready for something like i think ad at the back of her mind is worried like is this guy ever going to get there because at every single turn he's talking about the fact that oh my god i don't know if i can do this oh i don't know if i can do this i don't know if i can do this dude stop you know what you signed up for and then they talk about it again and ad literally tells him because he's trying to kind of skate around the fact that why can't we be like engaged for long and ad just shuts it down because she's like look i came here for marriage you knew to do when you signed the dotted line to come on the show 
So I would really be disappointed if that's not what we get in the end. Literally tells him. And I don't blame her because she knows why she's there. And uh, Clay, you as well. You knew that coming into the show was not to find a fiancé. It was to get a wife. All right. So now we skip over to Jimmy and Chelsea. Oh my God. The disaster that is this relationship. I don't understand how two people... At this point, I think they're forcing it to be together. Like, I'm sorry. They, they just have to be. Because the amount of fights these people have had, it's not even like... I understand like a silly fight here and there, but when it's like to the core of the relationship, it's weird. So first of all, we see Jimmy and Chelsea meet up with um, Jimmy's mom, dad, and his sister. It goes well. They love her. You know, everything goes really well. Like Jimmy's happy. Chelsea's happy. I'm like, great. Finally, a scene without an argument. But I spoke too soon. Why? Because the next time we see them later that day, ah, Chelsea and Jimmy are talking about, you know, the fact that, you know, how does it feel now we've met your mom? And you know, Chelsea's just talking about the whole thing. And Jimmy's like, you know what, that's like, I'm really happy about that. Like, you know, just solidified everything for me. But then Chelsea's like, well, I didn't like the fact that you went out all night and um, you didn't even invite me to go out with you. Jimmy's like, um, I invited you. She was like, no, you didn't. He's like, I did. I invited you to come out, but you didn't want to. And then she starts by saying, look, in the part, I said it that I don't go out all the time and I don't want to be with someone that goes out all the time. And you said you were not that person, but now you are. And then Jimmy's like perplexed at this point generally shocked you can see it because it's like i have spent practically every single time with you because i work from home so literally i've been away from you let's say max three hours in the entire process what do you mean i go out all the time but i think chelsea felt like you're going out without me and i think the fact that someone saw him because she was like look mckenzie saw you now i think this mckenzie has to be the mckenzie in the pod because I don't think she has a friend called McKenzie. I'm not really sure, but she mentioned a McKenzie, but I know there's a McKenzie from the pods. And then she kept saying that McKenzie saw you. And Jimmy's like, well, I don't know McKenzie. So, well, she knows you. And also, Jess was there. And Jimmy's like, yo, Jess wasn't there. And I actually believed him there, like, Jess wasn't there because he, could feel, he was like, come on now, Jess wasn't there. And he actually calls her out on the fact that, look, your insecurity about Jess, look, you need to stop it. And then she's like, no, you went there, you went out with your friends, you knew there were going to be people there, and you were hanging out with your friends, like the girlfriends, you know, his platonic friends, and I think those are the girls that he met, I'm um, sorry, Chelsea had met earlier uh, in this season. And Jimmy's like, they are my friends. Like, I introduced you to them, they are my friends. I've told you already, if you have a problem with that, there's nothing I can do because I'm not about to, like, bounce my friends who I've known longer for you. They're just my friend. So now at that point, Chelsea's like, no, who do you text all the time? Who do you text all the time? He's like, I'm always with you. He's like, well, if you're not with me, you're always texting her. And when you're not with me, you're always with her. Like at that point, Jimmy's like, well, she is my friend. She is my friend. And I'm, there's nothing you can know about it because she's my friend. And at that point, Chelsea was like, no, she's not just your friend because you have actually effed her. And I think that was the only time Jimmy actually regretted telling Chelsea anything. Because at that moment, he was like, I told you that to build trust with you, that it was a one-time thing, and now we're just strictly friends. But Chelsea just feels left out, like, okay, we're getting married. Why wouldn't you want to pirate me everywhere, you know? Why are you leaving me somewhere? And I don't want someone that goes out all the time. Well, they keep going back and forth with this weird-ass argument. Jess comes in. Jimmy takes Jess out because Jess, he's like, Jess wasn't there, so stop bringing up Jess. You're severely insecure about this girl and you need to stop it which is obviously true and then obviously what does chelsea say chelsea's like well you are the one who said she looked like a kardashian and jimmy's like oh my god i never said that i said jeremy said she looked like a kardashian 
And I knew that Chelsea was bothered about this when I heard the last episode. Like, it was so obvious. Jimmy, like, I don't know what to say, but like, look, Chelsea, you are, you cost all this, babe. Like, you're severely insecure about this whole scenario. I don't think there's anything Jimmy can do that would make Chelsea feel secure. I don't know if it's a wedding. I don't know if it's the marriage. I really don't know if there's anything he can do that would make her feel like, okay, this is my guy. He's not going anywhere. I don't know because I think Jimmy validates her. I think Jimmy does everything. I must say Jimmy's a good guy. But look, compared to all these crazy guys, at least he like validates her feelings. He might get slighted that once in a while. But at the same time, like he's actually trying to work on this thing. You know, he's actually trying to work on it. And he's actually trying, you know. Anyways, at that point, Chelsea's like, well, Chelsea keeps saying, you know, I don't want to be with someone that goes out all the time. I don't think you love me. And I think that pissed Jimmy off because Jimmy's like, you don't think I love you? And if that's how you feel, then this is done. Like, then this has changed my mind as well. And we leave it as that. He's pissed. He walks away. That's it. And then we see later on, the next day or so, they talk. And I'm like, damn, this couple would not quit. This is one couple that if they actually call it quits, I would be like, okay. I'm not even kidding. But anyways, they sit down to talk. And at that point, Jimmy's like, done. You know, Chelsea went home and came back, so they had the conversation. And Jimmy even points out, like, look, the last time I walked out and went home, I felt really bad, and I felt like I should never have done that because, like, he totally regretted it. And that's why when they had this particular argument, he stayed in the house. But what did Chelsea do? Chelsea left. And Chelsea was like, look, I just had to go home to clear my head. All right, that's fine. And then Jimmy says, you know what? Every day I fight for this relationship. I fight, I fight, I fight. Which, I can't even knock him down. He has tried. He has fought for this thing. You can, you know, compared to the other guys when they have this dispute, you can see the way Jimmy handles it, right? He really does understand she's very emotional. He tries to cater to that and he tries to like apologize to her. And then later on, we see Jimmy and Chelsea sit down to talk in the house. And I'm like, damn, this couple would not quit. This is one couple, guys. If they say, look, we're calling it quits, I wouldn't even be shocked. I'll be like, you know what? It's okay. It's fine. It is what it is. I don't know if it's Jessica. I don't know if it's the fact that you know, Chelsea's insecure, but whatever it is, it is what it is. It's fine. But these people are like, <laughs> they're not going to quit. And I have to give Jimmy props for it because he really is really, 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 really like, I'm going to find my wife. He really wants to go to the end with her. Like, I know she's insecure and all of that, but he really wants to go to the end with her. But anyways, um, you know, he brings up the fact that, you know, the last time they had this crazy argument, he went home and he did not like the fact that he walked out and so he was determined to stay in the house this time around. Chelsea, on the other hand, is like, look, I needed to clear my head, so I went home. It's like, you know what? And he was like, you know what? It's fine. However, I feel like I've tried, you know, I've tried to validate you, you know, I've tried, I've told you that I love you. I've tried to work on this thing. But the fact that you told me what you said yesterday changed everything for me, which is the fact that she said, you know, he doesn't, you know, she doesn't think he loves her. And then Chelsea starts with this, her baby voice that she does. It's like, girl, just, just speak normal. I don't like that baby voice. And then she's like, well, you have to understand that you did the same too. It wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. And he's like, yeah, I know it was both of us. But the words you said, you know, I don't think we can come back from it. And I'm done. Like, I wanted to marry you, but like, I don't think I can. I'm done. And Chelsea, to her credit, you know, tried to fight for the relationship, you know. And she's like, look, I don't want this to be done. I'm sorry we had a big fight. That's one thing about us is that when we have these big fights, I go more in love with you. You know, I'm sorry and I want to work on this. Should this be a marriage? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know if Jessica is the cause of this thing. I don't know if it's the fact that she's insecure, but I like the fact that they're trying to fight for it. I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. This season, these couples are just, I don't even know. 
But at least this is one guy that I'm sure wants to get married, you know? That's one thing. Jimmy has never wavered in the fact that, look, four weeks, it's fine. I want to get married. Unlike some other guys. So at least I have to give him credit there. So in the end, you know, Chelsea apologizes. She doesn't want the relationship to end. She doesn't want them to break up. And, you know, Jimmy says, you know what? Even in his confessional, he says, you know what? She gets to me with the emotions. And, and he loves the way they can come together when they've had an argument, you know, and try to make things and try to patch things up. So guess what, guys? They're back together again and the, the wedding is on. Let's see how that goes. So next we have the group hangouts. They're all hanging out like a pool party. It's the ladies, Laura, Adi, Chelsea, and Amy. They're all hanging out. And then we see Journey as well and Jimmy. And then, you know, the, the ladies start playing a game. It's called um, the scrunchy truth or the truth scrunchy. So they're going to pass this um, scrunchy. And it goes to Laura first. And Laura's like, damn, why do I have to be fast? And they're like, well, let's go. And then she's like, where the hell is Jeremy? And everyone starts laughing. They're like, you know what? Where the hell is Jeremy? What happened? And then Amy is like, this is what Jenny told me. Jenny basically told me, basically just repeats what Jeremy told his mom, you know. The fact that he was hanging out with Sarah Ann till 5.45, nothing happened. It is what it is. And then Laura is like, sure, hanging out. That was so funny. <laughs> Laura is like, yeah, sure, they were hanging out. I don't believe that. Look, you have to be blind to not understand how Laura feels. And you have to be crazy as well to actually think Sarah Ann is in the right. That's all I would say. But anyways, um, and then we see Jeremy comes in and Laura is like pissed. And Jeremy, you know, Jeremy sees her, he avoids her, of course. And then, you know, they talk about the fact like, when was the last time you guys saw him? Like, I haven't seen him. I'm literally just seeing him for the first time after the whole thing. Because we haven't spoken. It even took him three days to acknowledge like the entire thing. And he sent like a crazy text about trying to, get her flowers and she's like this is not a flower situation dude like your engagement is about to be done like you have to fight for this relationship and he wasn't doing that and you know she kind of tells the ladies that he has all resolved feelings for sarah ann and that's just what pisses her off he's like why bring me to this mess if you knew that you already liked somebody over me jeremy on his own is also like nervous about seeing laura he's like damn is that laura oh because you know every time he's had tried to have conversations it's just gone sideways and jeremy just twists the whole thing you know, he's like, you know, I've tried, I've tried, you know, I even tried to like send her flowers, you know, but you know, she's just adamant. So you know what? It is what it is. You just kind of, how, where am I supposed to fight for this relationship when I'm not giving the opportunity to? That's literally what he's saying. He doesn't even see the incentive to want to work on the relationship according to him because he feels like, you know, I'm being talked down to and I'm being shut down. So like, what's the point? <laughs> this is someone that is in the wrong. Dude, you are the one in the wrong. If you know this is supposed to be your future wife, crawl beg do whatever you don't need to know her address to get her flowers you know you can speak to the producers and they will speak to um laura and you can reach out to laura you know you can speak to any of the ladies you know you can actually surprise her you there are so many ways to get laura's attention so many ways so then at that point trevor comes in and this is the first time chelsea's seen trevor you know trevor comes in jimmy's looking a bit like jelly at first you know, Chelsea's like, oh, wow, that is like my type, you know? They sit down to talk for a bit. Chira comes in and Chelsea's like, oh, wow, he's like beefy. He's like my type. Jimmy is looking a bit jelly, like, hmm, now that Trevor is here, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. And then we see Jess and McKenzie come in and Jimmy is like nervous as hell. Like, he's like fidgeting, you can see, and Chelsea's just like, her eyes are pierced looking at him. So it's like Jimmy's staring at Jessica and Chelsea's staring at Jimmy. It was ridiculous. Anyways, Jess goes over to Laura and, you know, they're close. And Jess, you know, brings up Jeremy like, have you guys seen what's going on? And then Laura basically just says, you know what? I haven't seen him. We haven't talked. Like, 
I'm just done, you know. She says that she still has the ring, but she's not wearing it. You know, this is an engagement dude. Like, he hasn't, like, fought for this relationship. And she's kind of waiting for him to kind of fight for the relationship. Because in the end, he's on the wrong. Finally, Jimmy walks up to Jess and is like, you know what? Let's talk. Because at that point, Jess is at the barbecue stand trying to get, like, food and stuff. So he walks up there and then he's like, you know what? Let's talk. And they hug very awkwardly. They go to sit down to talk. And Jess really, you know, in the last episode, I actually thought Jess was going to pull, like, a saran. But then... You know, she was quite respectful. She said her feelings the way you would say your feelings. Like, you know, I was really hurt. You know, I felt like you were not, you were like, you know, done. I gave you this letter and, you know, zero emotions from me, zero expression. And Jimmy on his own is saying, no, like what happened was that I was actually crying. You know, I felt everything, but I felt like you were rushing me to say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And she was like, no, I just needed a response from you from that letter. And it's okay. You know, Chelsea's a great girl. I wish you guys, you know, all the best, you know just be good to her that's my advice like you know i'm advising you i don't want to advise you as an ex but like i'm just advising you be good to her and at that point he's like well are you an ex and she's like come on i don't know and then you know she's blushing and then he tells her like look in reality you're still my number one now i don't know if he's referring to when they went the pods i don't know if he's referring to now words are really crazy these days i don't know but in the end she's like look it is what it is and he actually tells her, you know, any guy you find, because she says that, you know, I'm going to find someone that's going to validate me. I won't be too much for. And he says, you know, any guy you find is going to be the luckiest person. And she's like, yeah, you know, and that's pretty much it. And she tells him, you know, you hold a special place in my life because I literally have told you everything about me. So that's really it. And um, they leave. He goes to meet Chelsea. Of course, Chelsea's like, what did you guys talk about? You know, are you guys good? And he's like, yeah, we're good. I got all the clarity that I needed. We're good. And Jess pretty much tells him, you know, I'm going to get over it. It's going to take a while, but like, you know, I'm still going through the emotions, but I will get over it. You know, she cries a bit. And that's where the episode ends. So getting into episode 11, we start right at the barbecue party. Who comes in? Sarah And the moment she comes in, the look she and Jeremy give each other, it's so obvious they've been messing around. It's so obvious they have this, oh, we've been sticking around kind of look. You know, they both smile at each other and just try to like, oh, let's not act like we've been in communication. That sort of look they give each other. And Laura's pissed. Laura's like, I cannot believe she actually came. Me too. The audacity of Sarah Ann. I cannot believe she actually felt like, you know what, I'm going to get my man. Are you crazy? He did not pick you. And if you wanted him to pick you, babe, guess what? You could have given the relationship the respect that it deserved. And then if it doesn't work out, then you do whatever you need to do. Then we see Trevor and Chelsea talk. Chelsea brings up the fact that Trevor is her type. And she even says, hey, Jimmy knows that though, respectfully. And at that point, I was like, Chelsea, if this was Jimmy, you would have cried. And you would have said he doesn't love you. You would have said everything. But now it's okay for you to flirt, right? The hypocrisy. Jimmy is feeling all jelly, I believe. He comes over and he kisses his wife, well, his fiance at this point. And um, Trevor is like, well, calm down. Like, why are you kissing your fiance in front of me? And he's like, well, <laughs> this kind of like, that's my girl kind of, you know, vibe. But Trevor takes everything in all full, you know, Jess and even Tr Jimmy, you know, they are cool. And then um, Trevor even tells Chelsea, like, I don't still understand how your decision went. Like, I do not agree with the decision making, but I understand it. But I just feel like, damn, would you have said yes if I proposed first? Which is true. I think we all know that she probably would have, right? So at that point, Chelsea is not talking to Trevor. She goes back to Jimmy. They kiss for a bit. And then she's like, 
Because Amy and Jenny are there, and then she's like, oh my god, the best couple, the strongest couple. And Jimmy's like, hey, why would you say that? We are the strongest couple. You should be thinking we are the strongest couple, you know? And then she's like, come on, dude. Like, come on, babe. Like, they are the strongest couple. And then he's like, no, like, why would you say us? And at that point, she starts, oh, Chelsea is so insecure. I cannot. And at that point, she starts changing her answers. She's like, well, we're right there beside them. But, like, they are strong. But, like, we're right there beside them. Like, we're, we're just after them. She doesn't know Jimmy's pissed, but Jimmy's like, look, it's fine. I was just, you know, kidding with you. But then she's like, I was just joking. But he's like, it's okay. And my mind, I'm like, are you guys actually trying to have an argument over who the strongest couple is? Anyways, they get over it quickly. And he tells her everything. I had a conversation with Jess about the fact that he's gotten all the clarity he needed. And she as well. They're good. And then we jump over to Laura and Jeremy. Laura and Jeremy try to talk. And this is why I love Laura. She really is a no bullshitter. Like, she really is. She doesn't take, she doesn't have time for BS. You know, when he starts trying to do this whole BS thing again, Laura's like, shut him down. She's like, no, no. I didn't hear from you for three days. And then when I hear from you, it's more about, um, give me a house address so I can send you flowers. Flowers is not the thing that I need right now, dude. You have broken my trust. You have betrayed me. Why are you not trying to fight for it? And Jeremy, still in his delusion, is thinking he's right. Like, boy, just shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. In his delusion, he actually thinks he's right. I, I don't understand what Jeremy had that day, but oh my God, he really thinks he's the best since sliced bread. And Laura basically calls it as it is. She's like, you're a con artist. You know, I came into the post and I've been the same person to date. You pretended to the post. You presented something that you're not. And now look. Now look. And which is true. Can't blame her. She's, she's not lying. It is the truth. You cannot present something in the pot and then you come out and you think that that's what he did. And I feel so bad for Laura because she feels bamboozled. Like, why did you just break up with me in the pot and go with Sarah Why bring me into this nonsense? And at that point, Laura is like, you know what? I'm going to come to get my things. And what does this crazy guy say? I already packed them. And she's like, why would you pack my things? That already shows that you were already done. You already packed my things? Jeremy, in true fashion... It's like, you know what, um, I know that everything is tense here, but like, um, let's just try and, you know, not make it awkward for everyone, you know. For who is everyone? For Saran? Or for who? Because at that point, Laura is like, oh my God, you still don't get it. Your engagement is literally crumbling right now. And all you care about is nonsense. You're a narcissist, you're a con artist, and go kick rocks. Where is the lie? Like... Jeremy, uh, Jeremy is such a disappointment. Jeremy is literally the disappointment that I was expecting Clay to be. Not saying Clay is better, but I was really expecting Clay to be like the disappointment that Jeremy actually is at the moment. I don't even know what Clay is going to do, but at least for now, he's not giving this unnecessary stupid vibes that Jeremy is given. Oh, Jeremy is a narcissist. Jeremy is a manipulator. Jeremy is a gaslighter. Jeremy is the reason why girls are single by choice. Jeremy is the reason why. Because why would you date someone like that? Why don't just be alone? If the choice out there is Jeremy. And then at this point, we see AD and Sarah Ann actually having a conversation. And I love what AD did. She tried to play like she was her friend to get all the gist and then she just went off. You know, AD is talking to Sarah Ann and she's like, you know what? Like, why did you send this DM? Which is the truth. Sarah Ann, why would, like, think about it if the roles were turned. Why would you send the DM to someone who was on his honeymoon literally just got engaged saying hey just the, the door is open and she was like well i didn't say that it is like i read the text you said it i read the dm 
And what I want to know is that did he actually leave the door open for you? And that is really, and that is really the crux of the entire thing is the fact that Jeremy never closed that door. He never did. He always left that door open. And then seeing that text message was like a validation for him, or rather seeing the DM. Because even in the honeymoon, he was still telling Amy that he was going to see her. So seeing that message when he got back home must have been like, oh my God, yes. You know? Because if he was content with his choice, he would have shut that thing down. That's the truth. If Sarah Ann didn't reach out, would Jeremy have done that? I don't think so. I think he would have actively tried to work it out with Laura. But the fact that he could see that there was another choice, is like, I'm going to pick her. That's how I see it. At that point, Eddie had asked her, like, do you think Jeremy left the door open? And Saran said, yes, I think he did. I think he left the door open because of the way our conversation ended in the point. It wasn't any closure. It was really like, you know what? I would have picked you, um, but, but, but it wasn't really anything. So that was why she felt inclined to send that message because she was actually in love with him. So she felt like the door was open. He had always left the door open, which is true. He never shut it down. And then she goes on to tell AD that, you know, in the pods, the mistake I made was when he was trying to break up with me, I should have asked him, like, are you sure? Are you sure? But I didn't want to be like a pick me, pick me person. And, you know, Jeremy has even said, like, I wish you had asked me if I was sure because at that point I would have said no. And I'm like, both of you, both of you, get out. Like, literally get out. You don't even deserve the platform. Both of you, get out. What are we listening to now? And even AD is like beside herself. She can't even believe it. And of course, AD brings up the ninth, you know, of the whole lost and found shenanigans. And she basically says the same story that Jeremy has prepped her to say. Yeah, we were together. It was late. He took me home. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Sure. And then she's like, you know what? I don't want to be in this love triangle. Like, I don't. Well, girl, you put yourself back in. You put yourself back in. You were out of it. You brought yourself back in. Oh, I, I don't want to be in this love triangle. Like, I just don't. And at that point, it is like, well, you don't have to be in this love triangle. You do know that, right? Like, you don't have to be. And then she's like, well, I'm just trying to figure things out. And you know what? He's even said that, you know, he's going to end things with her. And at that point, she was smiling. He's going to break, break up things with her and be with me. She didn't add that far. I'm just adding it, obviously. <laughs> And it is like, oh my God, Sarah, like, I cannot believe this. Like, how you don't see that what you did was bad, I don't understand. You didn't even give them a fighting chance. You didn't give the relationship a chance to even go. What is wrong with you? And then she gets upset, of course. She feels like, you know, Eddie's coming for her. Like, you know, I thought we're friends. And it is like, look, I have to call you out on it. I have to. It's like, why do you have a vengeance against me? She's like, I don't have anything against you, babe. Like... And it is, I look, I don't have anything against you. It's not my man that you're after, so I don't care. I'm just letting you know that you are wrong. And at that point, she's pissed, she walks away. And that's when Jeremy sees her, and Jeremy's like, oh, are you okay? Hugs her, let's go talk. And then they go talk, and then she's like crying, and basically telling Jeremy, like, you know, I'm not happy. I don't like the way everyone is making me feel. These are not my friends. I came on this, you know, this platform to find my husband, to find the love of my life. I didn't come to make friends. I have enough friends. I don't like the way they're making me feel. And he was like, look. It's okay, I'm there with you. You know, I don't think you did anything wrong. Of course, he's going to say all this nonsense. And then at that point, he's like, you know, validating all the nonsense she's saying. No, I don't think you did anything wrong. I don't think you, you know, broke Laura and I up. There is nothing that you did that could have cost anything. I would have still come to look for you. Basically validating every nonsense that she's saying. And then he's like, I don't want you to let what these girls are saying affect you. And then she's like, well, it does. It does affect me because people are talking. And at that point, I think she knows that, oh my God, this is going to air. The fans are going to hate me. Oh my God, what am I going to do? That's how I read it. 
That was how I read it. I don't think she even really cared about the girls. I think she was caring more about the fans, the audience, the public, her life as an influencer. You know, she kept saying, you know, my intentions are not to hurt anybody. It's just to find the love of my life. And I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. And Jeremy's like, yeah, there's nothing for you to be sorry about. I'm like, both of you, both of you. And at that point, we're, it's just so annoying. Both of you. No, 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 no. And then he was like, you know what? Do you want to go ride jet skis? She's like, yeah. And then they go on the jet ski and they're gone. And you can see Laura. Laura's crying. And she's like, you know, Sarah is who the hell she is, you know. Cause she's not a good person but i don't care about her i care about him because he and i made a commitment and he betrayed me he's not even giving her the level of respect that she deserves in this situation he's being so disrespectful to her face it's so bad i don't get how jeremy and sarah actually think they deserve grace i don't understand they're both delusional if that's what they think honestly and that's the end of the barbecue party so now at this point we're down to three couples what a season <laughs> we're down to three couples and then we see Adi and clay chelsea and jimmy all prepped for their wedding and then we see amy and johnny actually talk about the bed control and the protection situation and johnny has actually researched on vaccetomy and this experimental you know pills for men and in the end i think amy is open to taking the bed control because Charlie's not going to do the vaccetomy and he's not going to be patient zero for the experimental, you know, trial drugs for, you know, by control for men. So, in the end, Amy is going to be the one to do it, but she wants to just have all the information first. And now we see the couples have their last dates before the wedding, because the wedding is in like two to three days at this point. And Clay and Eddie have this really cute, romantic night out. And Clay's like, you know, I can picture us having kids. I can picture everything. You know, it feels good. I cannot believe it. It's happening. I just need to get there. I just need to get married. I'm like, dude, uh, if I hear this thing that you're still trying to get married, you're still trying to understand married life, I'm going to run mad. But in the end, he's like, you know, I can see it. I can see the kids. I can see everything. Well, can you see the longevity? Can you see saying I do? Can you see you not cheating on this lady? That's what I want to hear, Clay. Can you see all that? And Johnny and Amy as well, we see them talk about their love life and just the process and falling in love and all of that. We see Jimmy and Chelsea, they go ride roller coaster rides. They're having fun, talking about everything. And then Jimmy asks Chelsea this very important question because we see them later in the evening. And Jimmy's like, you know what? Like, I'm so happy. You know, I cannot wait. You know, he's really excited to marry her from what i see and then he asks her like you know i haven't even asked you like what is your answer going to be at the altar like do you know at this point like what's your answer and chelsea's like um um in my mind i'm like is chelsea really thinking about whether she's gonna marry jimmy or no i'm confused now and anyways that is where the episode ends we know next episode is the wedding we get to see the i do's and then we get the reunion the episode after guys what do you think about this episode I know they were, both of them were together. I felt it was necessary to put them together. Guys, I don't even know. What do we think about Sarah Ann and Jeremy? Do we think that, hey, it doesn't matter how they met, the most important things that they're in love now? Because I have a spoiler. And if you know you don't want to listen to the spoiler, like, you don't want to watch it, guys, this is the time for you to end the video. Thank you for watching. Subscribe to my channel. I love you. If you want to listen to the spoiler, I'm going to do it in three, two, one. Guess what, guys? Sarah Ann and Jeremy are actually still together to today. They're still together. So do, does that justify the nonsense that happened? The way they played around Laura? Or do we say, hey, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, they were in love and they found each other. What do you guys think? And what do you guys think about this episode? Guys, who do you think is going to say I do? 
the wedding is next week guys i cannot wait who do we think is gonna say i do and who do we think is gonna still be together after a year let me know in the comment section guys thank you guys for watching love you